Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of the Semi Mama, the podcast. I'm Sandra. And this is Ethi. And today's episode is about the importance of having good comadres. Longtime friends that uh, we can count on as we go through our different cycles of our life. So, um, you know. So today, that's our topic. Um, I think that as we go through life, we have various stages of friendships. You know, you have your acquaintances, or as they say, you have your, every friend has a season and only a few are for a lifetime. Right. Only a few stick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like spaghetti. <laughs> Throw them against the wall. Yeah. I think for me, like it's been, I've been really fortunate and I think for you too, I've been really fortunate to have the same circle of friends throughout my journey of parenthood. So we've, our kids have grown up kind of together and we're kind of going through different stages. One of my really good comadres, she's a couple of years ahead of us with her kids graduating from high school and now they're in college. So every time I'm hitting a new stage, I'm like picking her brain, like, ayúdame, I don't know qué hacer. Right, right, right. Yeah, and um, for me, I have a small group of comadres, mm -hmm. um, both that either have baptized or I've baptized for them. And just for people that don't understand what a comadre is, mm -hmm. a comadre in our uh, Latin culture is a co-parent. So um, not only can you be a comadre, but you can be like a, a male virgin is called a compadre. Right. So um, these are godparents to your children that you are entrusting them should something happen to you. Mm -hmm. um, now, of course, you know, with extended family, things of that sort, I mean, it's not like you're going to, um, there are people that just do leave their children with their godparents. And, and um, a lot of the times the, the selection is really better than the selection of your family. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you're selecting for us in our culture, when you're selecting a godparent, there's a lot of things that come into consideration. I have, you know, my sister, um, my sisters, my, my dearest best friends, and um, as my comadres, and again, you know, mm -hmm. I baptize some of their children and they baptize uh, my children. Um, but yes, a great group of people um, to develop your woman friend friendships um, uh, are your comadres. And for me, um, aside from my comadres, I do have a small group of friends that I've been in constant contact with. You know, from my high school friends that we get together at least once a year. There's, you know, nine, ten of us, depending if the one from New York can come down um, and join us. But, um, you know, there's typically nine or ten of us that get together one time of year. And it's nice to see how everybody's developed. We typically pick up right where we left off. There's That's no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no, um, there's you know, no, no animosity. I don't think with, Oh, you haven't called me. I don't know what's going on. You know, now with technology, Facebook, it's uh, really easy to keep in touch exactly. regardless if you're speaking to each other or not. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, text mm -hmm. is always a, a good, just a checkup, just yeah. a, a checkup. Yeah. Um, and really with, with really good friendships, it's usually not necessary to call each other every day. I know my best friend has been my yeah. best friend since we were 11. Yeah. And I don't talk to her every single day. Mm -hmm. We don't even really 
hang out together other than special occasions and it's not because we don't want to it's just our lives are always on different tracks yeah. you know i went the married having kids track and she went to the single and no kids track so we just kind of went in separate directions but whenever we get together it's like no time has passed yeah, yeah. and you and know she is my son my oldest she's like she's um his godmother so she has tons of love and we always joke that she's my son's um random mom because he <laughs> loves her and it's like you know the love is mutual so whenever he sees her it's like that's his mother too <laughs> yeah no which is good yeah which is really good to have, especially when you can see that they love and appreciate your children. Because yeah. if something is to happen to you, you want them to, you want to know that they have a good female figure yeah. that will, you know, they don't have to be there every single day for them, but have some oversight over them and at least, you know, know where they're at, you know, in their life. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, one of the things that I looked at when we were discussing this topic was like habits of longtime friends. And some of the habits of longtime friends that that I know I've had with my friends because I have various group of friends and the longest group of friends that we've been friends um, over 32 years. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a really long time. And, you know, my best friend and I have been best friends for 34 years. And I, just like you, we don't talk every day. Yeah. Um, but we do text each other here and there. And, you know, one of the key things that I think a friendship should always have is a mutual respect for each other's lives because everybody has situations, ups and downs, you know, life will throw you a curveball. And, um, one of the things I did see the, when I was looking at this information is, you know, um, being there for the moments that count. Yes. Yes. And and I think with every friends or, you know, you, you can test this with your group of friends. Um, the most important people are there when things happen in your lives. Yes. And they're there to not be judgmental. Exactly. Because a true friend isn't there to judge you. A true friend is there to walk with you in the goods and the bad. And there are bad times. You know, if you've been friends with somebody for a very long time, which has happened within our circle, my circle of friends, mm -hmm. is that there are times that you disagree or times that, you know, there is, you know, bitterness. But if you're really good friends, you'll step away from the situation for a few days and then you come back together and you discuss it and you apologize or you figure out how to be a better friend. Because over time we all change yeah. you know whatever attracted you as friends at the beginning of your friendship over time it changes because your needs and your life change so whatever you need from that friend or that group of friends is always evolving and as long as you're evolving the friendship will last but if you are choosing to be stubborn and just say this is the way it's always supposed to be then your friendships will be affected by it yeah. And it'll be harder for the change. I know, I have, like I said, I have the same group, my same village. I call them my <laughs> yeah, village, yeah, you know, yeah. because I can't raise my kids without them. Mm -hmm. You know, they each give me a little piece of input, a little piece of f feedback in order to be able to be a better parent or a better wife. And one of our girlfriends kind of drifted. And it wasn't drifting on a bitterness. And it wasn't drifting because there was ever a fight. It was just you know, everybody's lives kind of changed. And what she needed from us was no longer something that we could give to her. So yeah. she just was like, you know, one day we saw her and she's like, maybe you, this is not the group of friends for me anymore. And again, it wasn't because, you know, she was angry at us or we got in a fight or somebody was rude to her. It was just, she Sorry, was, I couldn't hear what she was no longer getting what she needed 
from the group of girls that were you know around her yeah and it was okay you know you kind of say okay well then you move on and never whenever we see her it's always with lots of love but just it's not as close as it used to be yeah those are transitions yes life transitions yes and um you know for lifelong friendships even though she was a part of your friendship your village for a time being i mean she doesn't have to stay within the village she can move to yeah. out of the city you know <laughs> She can venture out on yeah, Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, that's part of the transition is, like, you're, you keep in touch when you have these moves, you know, cross-country moves, yeah. you know, Life somebody, moves. exactly, somebody <laughs> moves out of the village, and it's okay because there could be a time where that person decides to move back. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then you pick up where you left off, and it's okay, and yeah. it's okay. Um, I know for me, you know, remembering things happening in, in each other's lives, whether they be big or small, that's always key. And I think, um, you know, making sure that you remember just little things, even when memories come up as, you know, birthdays, the kids' birthdays, you know, you post, I post about my kids' birthdays. I post about things that are important to me. And I like when my friends do comment like, oh, tell them happy birthday, you know, from us or, or you know, they're not calling, but that's okay because there's a little message that they remember the small things just like the big things. And that's the most important thing because that's how you, they let you know that you still matter yeah. in their lives, that is. Right. Um, because if they're not reaching out and they're not – they're no longer caring. If they, then the is there really a friendship? Yeah. Is there? You know, there was a quote that we were talking about earlier that says, you know, stop calling people and see how many dead weeds you've you've watered. Right. Meaning, right. How many friendships have you really, you know, built? Because if you stop calling people and then nobody calls you, are those really your friends? Maybe you're coming to the realization that they're not. That's true. Um, and then, of course, with not getting together around you know for a good year and a half for a lot of people you've kind of just stalled your your friendship i know with a group of my friends um because they're a little bit on the older side <laughs> don't worry sisters I got you covered this is my group of sisters and um uh Everybody's really concerned, you know, with whether it be having a condition, having not a condition, having somebody elderly at home or whatever the case may be. But everybody was really cautious and, and nobody wanted to get together. And this is a group that we get together every single time for every, every, you know, so every function, every, every function <laughs> we celebrate, we celebrate each other's lives. And, um, you know, we're like, like in the, in the negative right now, celebrating everybody for the, the whole year, but, you know, hoping to get together with them too. But, you know, um, <clears throat> There is one, um, my, which I call my Sizzler crew. Yeah. My Sizzler crew consists of us five girls. And um, even though we, we have a, a certain person that is very hypersensitive with everything, you know, we still got together um, every once in a while, even if it was every other week, once a month, and, you know, uh, got together and walked in the morning on Saturday morning or, you know, caught up over coffee. And this is the, you know, we did do the virtual uh, happy hour. Oh, that's great. A few times, you know, well, we did I that. Think a lot of people did that during yeah. COVID. Yeah. And that was fun. That was fun. It's just, you know, to see them and catch up and, just you know. Just reconnect. Right, right, right. And I think, you know, with uh, California being open, effective this week, right? Yeah. We're like Yay. 100% open. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not wanting to do a disneyland trip anytime oh, soon I did the or anything. Dodgers, <laughs> yeah. that was insane <laughs> right 
but um, I'm really looking forward to, to getting back together and, and seeing a lot of my girlfriends. Um, but one of the things that uh, I, when we started to, to discuss this topic, you know, um, there's a couple of friends that we've had some, uh, a lot of ups and downs. And, and when it comes to your personal life, having ups and downs, you know, the, the key person or people that you turn to, to be vulnerable yes. with. That's always important, I think, as girlfriends. I don't know, and maybe, you know, we'll get a guy's input into this at a later time when we invite one in, um, <laughs> is, is you know, the vulnerability factor in a friendship and being honest with each other on what's going on and not judgmental. Like, it's not your job to judge them. It's just your job to kind of hear them out. And if they need advice, you give it. And if they don't, you shut your mouth. Yeah, because there's times and all you need is just to vent, mm -hmm. you know, the yeah. vent, just have a vent session and then move on. And you want to be able to feel the vulnerability to be able to do that. Let me just cry or let me just scream or let me just be angry. Yeah. And you want to be able to do that without feeling like well, as soon as I walk away, they're going to judge everything I just said. Or they're going to share it with somebody else because there, you know, you have to be honest. Like there are people that are listening to what you have to say and you know they're going to turn around and say it to somebody else. They are because that's just in their personality. So if you want to be naive and be like, well, I'm going to tell them and then be mad because they told somebody else, well, you mm -hmm. already knew that we're going to do that. That's just the way their personality is. So knowing who that person is that you can really be vulnerable with and know that you can tell them whatever your issues are or whatever is going on is usually just maybe one or two people. Yeah, It's not yeah. usually a big number of people yeah. because, you know, I can say for me, like, honestly, my, my very, very best friend that I've been friends with forever like there are certain things I can't tell her myself either, you know, myself, because, you know, I just don't feel uh, able to be that vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I just can't. But I do have a girlfriend that we've been friends, you know, for only, I think maybe 10, the last 10 years. And, you know, her, I tell her everything. Whenever I'm feeling the, some type of way, I can, I know I can pick up the phone, even if I haven't talked to her in months mm -hmm. and I can tell her everything that's going on and she will listen. And she's not going to sit there and give me a, you know, a ton of advice or tell me the way that she's going to fix it. She knows all I need is for her to just listen to me. Yeah. And that's great because I know that I can have that moment and that, you know, she's just going to be my friend and she's just going to listen to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, on that note, my friend will take it to the grave. Like she mm -hmm. will it just the same I will do for her, you know, yeah. um, there's things where, you know, we always say, Oh, comadreando, chismeando. Yeah. And for, for people that aren't understanding what chismeando is, and it's a, a part of com comadres yeah. getting together, you know, and your friends, your girlfriends, and, and, and gossiping, that, that's the whole, you know, it's uh what is it called? Water cooler yeah. talk. <laughs> At a different level, <laughs> at a different level, but it, it's always nice to be able to get together with those group of, of women um, and your village and yeah. be able to have those type of vulnerable conversations and, and it's um, making time for even like just quick catch ups yeah. and, and then do set the time for the, the long, the invest the time for the longer uh, catch ups or the long events. Yeah. You know, when you do have events and are able to talk to them, you know, uh, quick text here and there. I think it's very important to continue your your group of comadres yeah. and your circle of friends, your village of friends. Uh, yeah, and it's, I think it's really good to have a mixture. I mean, not every village or group of comadres is different. 
But like for, for my circle of friends, the girls that I hang out with, everybody's so different in their own way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. getting feedback on things that you're going through in life or getting feedback on, you know, your kids, you know, or your mar- even your marriage. You know, I know there, there was a time where, you know, we were all having a conversation about our marriages and, you know, everybody was giving their own input on their own. And I'm thinking like, God damn, you guys are all going through the same thing I'm going through. Here I am <laughs> not knowing. me. <laughs> And I think at that point, we all realize like it's okay to, you know, seek out, you know, maybe feedback or, Mm -hmm. you know, be able to speak on certain topics about our own individual lives with them because we do um, grab little tidbits from everybody else's experience. Yeah. You know, one of the topics that we're going to talk about um, in the future date is mental health. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we spoke about, you know, within our group of friends. And it's so taboo and it's so like a little bit of an embarrassment because your parents always ingraining you that, you know, therapy is only for crazy people. Yeah. That's something that they just discussed. And Mm -hmm. I remember, you know, one day we were all just discussing mental health because we all know somebody that's in therapy or, you know, has anxiety or whatever the situation. And we were discussing it. Come to find out everybody's had their own, you know, different situation. And I didn't know that. And here I was thinking like, oh, it's just me. Like maybe there's something wrong with me. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe not. No, 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 no. But that's when it's really good to have those girlfriends, that group of friends that you can have those intimate conversations with. Because then it grounds you and reminds you, okay, you know, whatever I'm going through, it's normal. Or maybe it's not normal, you know. So being able to have those really good tight friendships is really good. Right, right. No, I mean, I second that. (laughs) And, and, you know, and being married 25 years Mm -hmm. And not having to go to therapy of one to a few times, you know, <laughs> would be a lie. But, but I, you know, that topic, you know, that's a, a good topic for us. And, and we probably should have done something like in, what was this, May, right? May, May is Mental uh, Health Month. Yeah. And um, maybe our, our next May, we make sure that we highlight mm-hmm. a lot of more topics on just the mental health and yeah. how it is okay to take care of your your mind just you take care of your physical health, take mm-hmm. care of your mental health. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, our the stigma we have within our culture needs to change. I know our kids are changing Definitely. already, but within our our you know age mm-hmm. uh, of women um, of men, you know they're, they it, it's becoming okay to do. Yeah, it needs yeah. to. Yeah, it needs to in order because there's so much mental health issues, especially now with COVID. So many people were having nervous breakdowns, having anxiety, having suicidal thoughts because they were locked up in a house, maybe by themselves. And there was nobody for them to really, you know, have those conversations. I'm feeling like this or I'm feeling like that. Or maybe just to be able to go out and get their mind off of everything. And that's, you know, also, again, back to the whole having good friends. It's, you know, somebody checking in on you just to see how you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many people that didn't have that. Or maybe they're far away from home and then there was no one for them to really gravitate to for those friendships. Because a lot of people, you know, thrive or survive off of those strong friendships because maybe they don't have a strong family um, background where, you know, there are families that are dysfunctional and there are families that choose to separate and not be a part of each other's lives. So your friends become that family that you create. Um, so during COVID, it was really hard because, you know, you couldn't meet with those friends. You couldn't, you know, do the things that you do to kind of get your mind off of things. So mental health has become a big issue during the last 12 months. And it's really come come up and been, 
you know, a lot more discussed within our community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, your, your set of um, girlfriends now, your comadres is not your mama's uh, uh, comadres. <laughs> when they would get together for cafe and pan, cafecito and <laughs> pan, pan. And, and she's mad about whether it be the neighbor of the family, you know, what's going on with this person, what's going on with that person, because I know, I know. My, my mother was from a, a group of 11 siblings, and it was always nice to see them get together, but... You know, uh, gossip galore. <laughs> gossip galore. <laughs> Where I, I think with my mom and her friends, like, what, I didn't get to hear any of it. Anytime she saw you kind of peeking through the door, she'd be like, salte para afuera. Estas conversaciones para adultos. Oh. Or go outside. This is for uh, adults only. Uh-huh. So we never really got to hear any of their conversations. It was like, go to another room or go outside and play, but stay out of a grown folks business. <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. No, we typically, like... Um, it's funny because in my family, I'm usually the last one to find anything out. Um, mainly because I don't like to be in people's business unless they come to me and tell me. Yeah. So I'm always the last one to know any gossip in the family, <laughs> which is okay, which is okay, which is I'm, I'm fine with. The, the one thing is that, you know, we have special people in the family um, <laughs> that, that, that love the conversation. And I, I find it very, very funny. Um, but again, it's a way of us connecting and staying together, you know, yes, whether, yes. um, and, and typically I can't say it's, you know, oh, it's always like a bad conversation. Um, we tend to stay out of those type of conversations when you, you do have them because it's, you know, somebody else's life and, yeah. and, and it's their bi- to be catty. right. And it's their business. It's their, it's you know, their cycle of whatever they're going through. So, you know, let them go through, go through that. Whatever right. they need to go through. Right, right. And yeah. respect the fact that everybody has their own cycles. We, you know, might be high on one day and or one year. The next year, and it might not really be. Your, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's just really about being respectful about everybody's own personal growth, their own personal issues. Um, but having good girlfriends, I know in our culture is really big. I remember, you know, like I said, my mom, I, she had one group of girlfriends and those girlfriends, they did everything together mm-hmm. when we were growing up, as we were growing up, their kids, we were all about the same age and anything trips, uh, hiking trips, uh, anything that they were doing, we were all included. And unfortunately, as you get older or as we got, we got married and we had our kids, they no longer needed each other. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, they transitions transition mm-hmm. so that friendship those friendships kind of went their separate ways and again not because they were angry or there was a fight it's just life just kind of took them in different directions yeah and they you know we saw them at a funeral which is really sad but we saw them at the funeral and we saw all the daughters and them and it was like we just saw them yesterday yeah. so just hugging and you know social media allows for you know for you to know what's going on in everybody's life so mm-hmm. it doesn't make it that big of a difference because if it is like we just saw them yesterday we saw them yesterday on facebook yeah that's right <laughs> we did that's right yeah that's right it's funny you say that because like um i've always i'm really close with a lot of my family a lot of my cousins um and the, everybody goes through their cycles you know um my husband and i are already uh, at a point of being empty nesters where a lot of them are still have little kids at home and a lot of little kids or they're starting their families and you know everybody has to go through their transition through their time and you can't expect somebody to be there uh for coffee on a sunday night yeah. with you when you know a year ago they were doing that every single sunday yeah. f- with you i mean these are part of life transitions and 
Um, I'm really glad with the group of friends that, that I've been able to keep, whether I've met my girlfriends and my sisters through, through work, you know, through high school, um, through my, you know, little college job that I had, but being able to kind of see each other grow and mature, you know, have families, yeah. some of them not have families, but work on their careers and things of that sort. I mean, it, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. I'm really glad that we have the social media. Platform you know, to be it, able to keep exactly. in touch with them. Yes, 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 yes. And be able to bring this out to you. <laughs> I'm the same, you know, I'm so grateful to my group of girlfriends that I've had. I've had, they, we've all been friends since I think our kids were like four or five. So we've all been friends for a really long time and I appreciate every single one of them. I've learned from each and every single one of them. I know our lives are transitioning right now as our kids are heading off to college mm -hmm. and kind of finding their own path. And, you know, I just appreciate each of their advice and their vulnerability to open up on their own on their own personal stuff because I do take from a little bit from each person. So I hope to continue with those friendships for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've already established that we were going to have the Red Hat Society, mm -hmm. um, which are the little old group of old ladies that get together for tea and wear their little red hats and, and all fancy dresses. So can I come? Yeah. We'll, we'll invite you over. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's uh, this week's topic on our comadres, our longtime friendships. And yes, definitely. So we hope that you'll follow us um, again next week. We'll, we'll be talking about maybe mental health because that sounded like a really good topic for next week. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, follow us on social media. We're on all the social media platforms. And follow us on Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, um, Spotify, Anchor, we are on a Breaker, and uh, more to come. But uh, make sure that you are following our Instagram page, our YouTube channel, and our Facebook group. Definitely, you know, like and share us, and we'll definitely be doing a raffle sometime soon. You know, so we'll have some Dice Mi Mama um, swag bags ready for, sh for shipping. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Talk to you next week. Bye.